Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boy, Zaheer, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Conversation hashtag Marsha's Plate on oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's your tea, honey? What's it given? We Oh, girl, I, the light-skinned girls are really being extra <laughs> this week. So the, they really the light-skinned girls and the light-skinned men. You oh, you saw that one too? That video with the dudes? Yes, because wow. um, um, Queen with T with Queen and Jay, the podcast. She shared it on her Twitter, and I was like, oh shit, here we go. Let me let me see what it's giving, and baby. The light skins was very given victim mentality. If you don't know what's happening, if you've been under the rock, so um, Danny Lay um, created this. She has an album, and one of the songs is Yellow Bone. And this is the girlfriend of the baby, right? Isn't she the, it's baby? the girlfriend? Yes. Yes. Um, and so she created this, created this song. And first of all, the song is garbage, first of all. But it ain't even right. a good song. <laughs> no shame. Because I couldn't even get into the lyrics. I, at first, I did, Z showed me the song. And I was like, oh. And I was like, it was a cute little, I was just jamming to it just because I was like, um, I didn't hear the lyrics. Like, you can't even understand what she said. All I heard was, him, 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 him. I was like, oh, okay. And and then when he actually told me what she was saying, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. What? No. No, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no. Thank you. No turkey meat. And so then when I went to go look at like the review of it, like why she said she was saying it, she was like, they she gave very much so, you know, light-skinned people or light-skinned, yeah, light-skinned people need to stand together or some shit too or you know well, one of the first things she said was um you know it was for the light the yellow bone light skin baddies and so for me Ugh. we've talked about this before me i haven't commented on this debacle because 
it's a couple of things that I'm seeing. I'm seeing light skin tears. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. seeing, I'm seeing that and I'm, that, and I'm trying to dodge them. And I'm also seeing some really weird dark skin, dark skin feels too, that I don't okay. even want to engage in. So it's a, it's, so what happens in this conversation? What always happens in this conversation for me is I, I, I see what's happening and I'm looking at the light skinned person like, girl, what, why are you being, do you knew what this was going to give? Like you are not a dark skinned black man, baby. They are the only ones that get a pass with talking about light skin and red bone and blah, 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 blah. You knew your barely black ass, if, if you're black at all, you knew your ass. These folks was not gonna let you slide, <laughs> and no, they did not. They was not gonna let you slide and ride through with uh, a song giving praise to the yellow bone, sweetie. That's just not gonna happen in the day Girl. and age of what we are in right now. No, ma'am. Now, on a surface level, a motherfucker could be like, "Oh, um, I, I oh, I can't." I can't praise what I am. I can't. I can't be happy for my light skin. I can't. I can't be. I can't say something for the yellow baddies. Da, da, da. Yes, sweetie. But do you need that? Do you need it? Every other song that these rap niggas is making is talking about light skin, red bone. Da 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 da. You got every motherfucking yes. song of the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Praising light skinned women. You got the representation. You got the representation. It was a time in hip hop where it was the main chick was always light skinned. <laughs> you always have something saying, I'm that girl. Do you really need a song called Yellow Bone, bitch? No, you don't. <laughs> You don't. Not at if all. Was, and if you was black, if you really was black, you and you had black friends, you would have had the conversations that are needed to have for you to understand that you don't need this shit, bitch. But, but you but, don't. But, but, Diamond, I don't believe that you made this video to, to be this representation for light-skinned women. No, bitch, this was a clap back or a, a cute little one-two to the baby's um, baby mother who is dark, more uh, dark-skinned than you are. That's what it was. You were trying to be cute. That's what uh, you were trying to we're gonna We're going to be honest, bitch, you were trying to be cute. I don't follow none of these bitches because they seem dense and dunce and dumb and stupid and dingy <laughs> for me. <laughs> So I don't really know what the history of it, but I did read an article about it was really a clap back to the baby mom. Yeah. So, like, baby, this this isn't worth it. It's stupid. It's dumb. And if you were a black girl and you was raised in black culture, you would understand, a light-skinned black girl, you uh -huh. would understand that this this wasn't going to go well for you. You know, this this wasn't you had you, but because you like on some white passing, some weirdo kind of. Well, she don't um, look white passing, but she do look. She's more high yellow. She like uh, Z color, almost. 
you know, whatever you are, you, you, they, whatever culture you come from, I don't know if it's um, the Latinx culture, I don't know what she is, but if you, whatever you are, because I seen her parents and they ain't looking black. <laughs> Neither one. You know, I know, I, I'm, you know, I know, I know there's an Afro Latinx folks out here, but you ain't looking like one of them. <laughs> you ain't looking, you looking like real Spaniard. <laughs> You looking real European, Latinx, motherfucking Hispanic. <laughs> you looking real that. So anyway, for me, I remember being younger and my visceral reaction when I would hear somebody say something negative about light-skinned people or make this really critique about us being proud about, you know, being light-skinned. It, I used to be like, why can't I do that? I remember being that girl. I remember being, why Why can't I be proud if I, or I would see somebody, you know, some. I think somebody compared um, the brown skin girl song by Beyonce with this song. Have you seen that comparison? So they were like, why, in defense of Danny Lay, Lee, whatever her name is, they were like, why can't we have a, a proud light-skinned girl. I'm, I'm a yellow bone and da-da-da-da-da-da. But y'all can have the brown-skinned girl song and da-da-da-da-da. So okay. for me, mm -hmm. when I was younger, I remember having these conversations where I would, I would not conversations, but I would think in my mind, because I wouldn't say this, cause it, because I was, I was raised to be educated about colorism. So I always had a... Uh, uh, I always had a, a understanding that I can't say this, but I'm, I'm being honest in this moment. Um, so I remember in my brain, in my younger years, I would be like, yeah, why can't we have this? And it's because I didn't have, um, I didn't have the understanding of equity. I didn't have the understanding of the balance of power there's a difference between black pride and white pride in the context of racism in this country. So, mm -hmm. so a black person say, saying black pride is, does not hold the same weight as a white person saying white pride. Can you say it? Sure. If you, you, uh, can, should you be proud of being a white person? Absolutely. You should be proud of whoever you are, your heritage, whatever. Da, da, da. Not the racial, not the racial shit. Don't be proud of that, y'all. <laughs> but as far as like how you look, as far as like you know your eye color, your hair, how whatever you like about your your family and your what you look like, blah 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 blah. You can be proud of that. You can be proud of being white. But with the history of racism and the history of white supremacy in this country, that is not you saying white pride is not equal to a black person saying black pride. There was a need for us to learn to be prideful about our blackness. There was a need for us to um, be prideful and love our nose and love our lips and love our darker skin, darker than white skin is what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, um, and love everything about our blackness because it was, it was a response to the embedded anti-blackness within our culture. You having white pride does not have that same meaning 
It doesn't have that same equal weight because nothing has been against you culturally to say that you shouldn't be proud to be white. It's nothing. And the same thing goes for when we when we take it down a notch and go to the micro level of colorism. There is nothing other than white supremacy when we when we're when we're comparing ourselves to white people, then that's different. When we're comparing ourselves, you know, yes, we're not in the same boat as white people. But when it comes to our intracommunal in our community as black folks, there is nothing in our culture that says being light skin is bad. Nothing. In the black community. Now, now, yes, when I go to the store, my light skin doesn't always save me from racism. No. When I go to the when I go to a job interview, my light skin blackness does it does not always save me from the racism of getting hired at that job. But sometimes the shade is sometimes on, it does. We know sometimes it does because my I'm still a black girl. <laughs> I'm still a black girl. And yes, when you're comparing me to a darker black girl or a dark, you get what I'm saying? You, yes, my light skin might, my light skin might favor me in the eyes of the white people more than her, but it doesn't save me from racism. So, but in the community, in the black community, taking white people out of the equation, my light skin is king. Yes. And, and, and there is nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing that has happened that says, um, I shouldn't be, I don't, I shouldn't feel beautiful. I shouldn't da, da, da. The, the, the culture, the art, the, the pedestal, all those things in the black community says that you are you you hit the you hit the genetic lottery because in this culture what this part of you is coveted. And you and so, but you but people make you know it in, in the like if you're if you're in the black community, if you have black black friends or if you like black men, black people make you know how privileged your light skin is on a daily basis. Especially if you or and when I'm when I'm talking about I'm talking about just just generalized conversations when you when when you see the most advertised hair uh, curly hair it's always a, a a biracial girl talking about oh my oh I I'm not I've seen some TikTok where she was like I'm not pretty if uh, my hair is straight I'm not uh, well I don't have to be pretty with my hair straight I don't have to be pretty with my hair straight and then boom she goes out with all these curls. But you don't never see that with darker skin complected women. You are, you always see this picture perfect model of this curly haired biracial woman of what the curly hair is supposed to look like. But nowadays it has changed a little bit. But but back then that's all you really seen of curly hair girls, and the representation. The representation was always there for biracial women or for light skinned women, and for somebody to say, "Oh, we need that." It's like, girl, you're you're really trying it right now because it it's been there, especially if you're having those conversations. But black men, especially a, a lot, well, not especially, but they're in my conversations with dark skinned black, well, some black, dark skinned black men, not all. 
a lot of them will say, oh, that's all I want. Like, I, I just wanted a light-skinned woman. I'm not attracted to dark-skinned women. We have many, we have many examples of that. We got Kodak Black yeah. who has said it. We have, we, it's all through songs. We, we got, we got all of that. We know nobody is, especially a black girl, ain't nobody gonna gaslight you, gaslight us, and say you don't see this representation of yourself. Yeah, you're not gonna play with us in our face and say that, girl, you you haven't seen this picture-perfect model of what a, a light-skinned woman is, especially in um, in society, if you commute with black people. Mm -hmm. So, what I also would love, and I know why this is, but, and I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't say, I didn't jump in somebody's conversation and and say this or you know publicly because actually conversations like this in my mind um if i'm in the conversation with a bunch of light-skinned bitches yeah i'm gonna say something but if i see dark-skinned people uh handling it i just stay out of the conversation do do you like you get what i'm saying they're reading you <laughs> i'm not about to defend you i'm not about to do any of that but what I do always think about is how I wish this same energy, this doesn't mean that I, um, I'm not saying this to think that her, her, her accountability should be less, but I really wish this same type of energy, and I know why it's not, but I wish the same type of energy was given to the black dudes who create, who are creating songs celebrating light-skinned girls right now yeah like, there's a there's a song i don't know who was his name pop somebody pop smoke yeah light-skinned that whole little song and then you started seeing all these tiktok videos with um with light-skinned men and light-skinned women like show like just dancing to the song and then he created um, I like my melanated dark. He, he made a, a dark skin um song. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. A, he made another song, and then you you see the TikToks um changing, and as far as like the representation. But why did you have to? Why did you? Because I'm pretty sure he was read about that to make him change. Not in the same way that she's being read. Right. That that I want the same energy when we hear these songs. From a, you know, there's, look how we ready, not that she doesn't deserve to be canceled or whatever, I'm not talking about, um, this isn't a critique on cancel culture because I think motherfuckers should be canceled, but look how this is affecting her and I wish that when a, the, Lil Wayne, when the, his career is never affected when he does these light skin things, these, these oh. I like them light skin, red bone, da 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 da. They never have a career affecting. I know why this is. I'm not. I'm not questioning. I'm not. I'm not asking anybody why this is. What I'm saying is, I wish that the energy was the same that is being directed as Danny Lee, Danny Lay, whatever, however you say her name. I wish the same energy was given to the dudes. I really wish to say because it doesn't seem like it's equal. It doesn't seem like it, doesn't. it wouldn't because the power the power dynamic is different, but it just feels like the vitriol is way more heavy with her than and when a when it's when a woman is when a woman is the when a woman is the culprit, it feels like it's way more heavy 
than when a dude, like we just listen to the dudes and it's very much like, oh, that's just how they do. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong. We know it's wrong, but that's how they do. The song is still a hit. Chicks is still bopping to it. You get what I'm saying? Chicks is still playing it, doing TikToks to it. It's still, you know, it's still going viral, blah, 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 blah. I just wish that it, um, the vitriol was equal. I no, I I agree, but we we do know the reason why is because of the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the reason because they know there's so many people on the left hand side that's saying, "Girl, pay it. Mm-hmm. This is a hit song, girl. We're gonna, we're gonna make it happen, or this is the representation that we want to see, and who's gonna make me change it? I'm a I'm a man, so mm-hmm. girl, I'm a, I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and if you got an issue with it, then I'm respond. But like when it's a a black a woman in any type of field, if they if they mess up in anything, they nail to the cross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Well, Danny Lee, get your shit together. I hope his baby mama beat you up. <laughs> Since you trying her pussy. Since you trying her pussy, girl. Let's see about this this other representation of this, these hands, girl. <laughs> right. So, because even her apology and how she responded to it was so annoying. I was like, girl... Like, you can't be black, girl, because you would know to sit your ass down on this one. Just let the song be out. Don't even respond. Because <laughs> you know you're not going to win. <laughs> girl, just be quiet. Just take your constructive criticism. Take your little L and go sit down somewhere. And Well, not just sit down somewhere. Change. change. That's Because that's what I want. Well, accountability. I'm tired of whole talking about they they they're accountable for shit, but you're not making any change for it. That's what I want to see. It's a change after accountability. Yeah, but you gotta accept it. Like if you don't even accept that this is a problem or you you ain't even you ain't gonna change shit. <laughs> so good luck, girl. Um the song was garbage anyway. Just on a basic level. The song was garbage. <laughs> I didn't even know what you were saying. As, when... as one of the, the yellow bone baddies that you think that you um was talking to, girl, I wasn't feeling it. It didn't make me feel empowered at all. At all. I was like, girl, what is this? It was sporty okay. and whack. <laughs> so the baby, no, thank you. you need to fight the baby for even letting you put that out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, the black men... You know, colorist men, I don't want to just say black, because colorist, colorism affects all cultures. Um, the range of the span of darkness may be different in different cultures. Like, for example, when we talk about Asian Americans, they might not get as dark as an African. Do you see what I'm saying? But they may get as dark as the darkest Cambodian or as the darkest um, South, Asian, South Asian person. And so that that however that may look, that colorism range is gonna be different. So a dark Thai girl from Thailand, she may be getting in her culture the same um, level of um, degradation that a, a a Sudanese girl in Africa is getting somewhere. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So she. She might be getting, um, in her culture, because she's the darkest of that culture, she might be getting um, a level of colorism that is that is equal to that girl in her culture. Do you see what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. 
So no, it, it definitely uh, makes sense. the range of color is different in every culture, but like in European culture, Greeks were considered the dark ones. Um, Italians considered a darker one, of course, because they had African in their blood. <laughs> but they were considered a darker ones and not as um, quote unquote beautiful or fair because they don't give the illusion of like a Swedish person, a, a Scandinavian, blonde, light hair, blue eyes, pale skin, blah, 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 blah. So colorism is going to be, for me, I think depending on the culture that you are in, how it's going to affect you. You get what I'm saying? Not how it's going to affect you, but the range of color is going to be different in regards to the colorism, um, in regards to the color, color scale. So colorism affects Asians. Colorism affects Latin, Latin people. Colorism affects black people. Colorism affects everybody. It's, it's just, it's a part of everybody's culture, particularly minority cultures. Exactly. But do you, but I mean, honestly, do you really think people are so far out of touch that they don't realize what they're like when you're when you're perpetuating colorism or when you're participating in it? Do people do you think people really are that out of touch with society when they don't know what that they're doing that? Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. But sometimes yes. I sometimes don't think people think about some of the nuances. I don't think people think about, um, there's sometimes that I think it's just embedded and they don't realize it. I there's, I, I, there's sometimes that I can, I think it's so a part of the culture that like a Kodak Black, I don't think, I think he's so embedded in the rules of colorism that he, he can't fathom that this is wrong or how to fix it. And he doesn't have the intellect to to go deeper on why he thinks, oh, I don't want a dark-skinned girl like me. Ugh. He he he's not understanding how you get what I'm saying? He's not understanding how, how to fix it or the how problematic it is. I think some people are just deep in the sauce. They lost. And they 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 don't know. They're so embedded in it. Because we've seen this recorded so many times where dark-skinned celebrities have said, you know, have said something that equates that a dark-skinned girl is unattractive and, you know, because they have the same skin as them. So does that make you unattractive? Like, it's, it's that whole thing, I think, sometimes that they don't, they don't know. They don't know that they're, um, that it's problematic. And then when you call it out, it's like shrug, shoulder shrug. You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, I get what you're saying, but it's just what I like. It's just a preference. And that's when we go to the, sometimes your preferences are rooted in racism. Sometimes your preferences are rooted in anti-blackness. Sometimes your preferences are rooted in white supremacy, baby. And you may not know why. You may not know why, or you haven't explored or examined why, but that's what it is. And some people just don't give a fuck. Some people don't care enough to know what white supremacy is or what anti-blackness is. So they're like, girl, this is how I feel. I don't care about that other stuff that y'all talking about. This is how it's going to be in my life. Mm, yeah. Until it, until that white supremacy is coming from the cops. <laughs> when it's coming from the cops, when it's coming from the judges, 
when it's coming from um and and any kind of injustice, then you like, oh, these white motherfuckers. Understand? I get it now. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you you keeping it real. We woke now. We woke about it in this department. We we not woke. We woke about it in the legal law justice department, but we not woke about it about white supremacy in our desire in in our our desirability and attraction and sex appeal. We're not woke about it in that regards. So you know. Anyway. I think that we have to, um, we got to be deeper and we got to, you know, it's a constant battle. It's a constant, um, it's a constant fight against this, this master narrative as, um, Toni Morrison called it. It's a constant fight. You got to constantly be trying to think of how is my conditioning making me and the culture teaching me a certain way and I got to fight against that when it comes to anti-blackness, when it comes to anti-femaleness, uh, anti, uh, you know, womanhood, anti-whatever it is, anti-homophobia, um, transphobia, whatever. How is the culture, um, you know, how am I battling against this? And so it's something we got to constantly do. I agree. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck <laughs> so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. I don't know if you've seen, like, the recent, like, trans news because <laughs> that's why i like to call it trans news when there's like a, a little scandal in our in our community where our antennas are alert, like doo, 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 what's going on here bitch? like oh it's some <laughs> yeah. tea it's some tea what's tea <laughs> right so the recent tea is I, I, this guy named jimmy um what's his last name Smacks, Jimmy Smacks. And um, I guess he was this his, this heterosexual male male presenting. And um, he has like an OnlyFans and he's been going wild on his OnlyFans. He has little people down to plus size women, down to he just j different variations of women. And he has this marketing tactic where he's making a coin. So I guess his latest marketing tactic was a trans woman. So after he put out the video with the trans woman, 
he now is the highest paid male model on OnlyFans. He's reached a million dollars. One second. Let's unpack that a little bit. So, what this it's guy... Huh? It's exploitation and tokenism. Okay. Okay, cool. And actually, that's okay in the sex industry. So, right. in the sex industry, what has always been um, marketable is when you take fetishes or when you take something that is out the box or something that is um, a novelty and exploit it in the sexual realm. That is something that has always been the case. That is something that is always marketable. So, what he has done is he has taken these things that people fetishize, that we know that they fetishize, and has made certain videos to cater to those quote-unquote weird fetishes. And I'm not saying that fat girls are weird, um, but anything that is that can be a novelty. So trans, um, plus-size women. Little people. Little people. Um, um, you know, anything that's in that realm that could be fetishized. And so uh, fucking having sex with an amputee or whatever those things that can happen that is outside the quote unquote norm. If he does videos with these things, he knows that putting a little clip of, ooh, the 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 midget girl is on top of me and oh is midget problematic? Oh no. Yes, that's problematic. Uh, it's it's about um, to be little people. Little thank you. So little people put this little little woman on top of me with her twerking her booty and you know i do sex do videos so you know i'm about to smack <laughs> these these little people cheeks so i put this little video out i put this little video out and bam it's gonna go viral because the little the little person is twerking their booty and you're gonna want to get my only fans and see then i can do the same thing so what's happening now is you know, I'm exploiting this, and this in the, I'm, and that's what happens. It's what happens in the industry. We know we've seen, but um, that's what we want. Like we want the exploitation so we can get the coin. And, but that's from the provider, but also from the viewer. The, we got to understand. To me, I, I don't. I haven't thought this out because, um, you know, we we're just now talking about it, and I haven't thought this. Out, so I'm gonna work it out on the show right now. I always feel like we can see hints of the honesty of the consciousness of the community within the sex industry. Uh-huh. We can see hints of the how people really think about us, how people really think, what they say, what they do. Because when you look at sexual, like sex scenes, they're they're um. The scene set up, they're not putting thought into that scene. They're not putting deep, um, woke thought into these scenes. So you're getting really surface level, basic cultural shit. So when you see cuckold, um, cuckold videos that ex- that's literally exploiting the black man's dick while at the same time demasculating the white man, you get what I'm saying? Like this is this is a fetish for black men <laughs> who wants to be seen as king. And I'm 
I'm getting this trophy white woman, your wife. I'm fucking her, and you're watching me fuck her. This is a conscious reflection of uh, the fetish that black men want to have in response to the white supremacy. In response to the cultural white supremacy. Do you see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of times in uh, in the sexual realm, in the pornography realm, we see hints of these. Re- we get the responses of what's happening in the bigger culture. Yes. And so, and so I wanted to kind of unpack that. We see this a lot. We see this. I just, I just feel like um, I see <laughs> hints of this stuff and i know it was going on back in the day when the balance of power was even worse you feel what i'm saying when the balance of power was even worse i know these things from the behind the scenes were happening and responding and people responding to them in their sexual um in their sexual prowess i think that we would see these different you know these different um fantasies in response yes, to the like the, the like okay in retrospect to the cuckold you see like the race play with the with the white man and the black woman or um it, it and then it starts to get weird to me but i know that they're not catering to the black eye they're catering to the white eye yes depending on what they say and what they do, how they present it. You can see who they catering to. Yes. Yes. So, continue. So, Jimmy Stacks does a video with a trans woman. With a trans woman. Um, and, and it just, it goes viral. Of course, that's what he wanted to do. Because that's what a lot of, because uh, that's the narrative now. A lot of the trans topic has been on for a whole minute. So, the girls are starting to get bold because they know since this is the big topic now and this is the wave of the culture because you we see that we've been in this battle with trans rights with the presidency what trump has done and what biden is now trying to over like overturn what trump has done what trump has done we we see that the trans topic is very very uh prominent so a lot of people are trying to ride that trans wave and our the people the i feel like the people who are attracted to us are starting to say, well, bitch, I don't know. I kind of feel like I could kind of ride, ride that wave too. I don't, I want that. I want, I want to figure out how I'm going to make a coin off this. And they're doing it. But this right. ain't new. I, this ain't new though. So I don't even want to, I don't even want to make it. I get, I totally get what you're saying, but this ain't new. Folks have seen this game for a long time. The, the quote unquote gay for pay or mess with a trans for pay. This has been going on in secret. Behind the scenes on Craigslist, on Eros, on all on Backpage, this the, the riding the trans wave or riding the gay wave for quote unquote straight people or quote unquote cis people. We've seen um, straight dudes get on Jack trying to sell some dick, trying to sell some, you know, trying to get the Butch Queens um, to get pay them to get their dicks up and. You know, mm-hmm. shit like that. We've seen cis people, cis gay men dress up as a trans woman uh, and put ads up to get money riding the trans wave. We've seen that for decades now. And so what we're seeing now, even more so, more and more straight cis het aligned people getting on the wave. Just yeah. like um, 
What's the little light skinned boy with the cute booty and a little dick with the dreads? <laughs> you talking about um uh, with the little dick? I'm not gonna play with you. Um, um, he got he's he cute as fuck. He fine as hell. He he always um baiting his booty for the uh, baiting his booty for the gays. Yes. What's his the, name? Um, Flash Wade. Is it Flash Wade? Yes, it's Flash Wade. Flash Wade. Yes, he but always. He's not the only one though. He's no, the, no, 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 no. The, most, the most popular one. There are plenty of cis hetero presenting men who are baiting the gays for their coin. Right. And and, and being homophobic in, in public. Well mm, I, I I don't know about that. Maybe. Yeah, because when he was on um when Flash Ray was on the catfish show, he was giving very much so I don't I can't he was very prude and he was like Cause he was he was he got uh catfished by a uh, uh I think a Hispanic or a white gay man and he was giving uh I'm disgusted tease. Oh uh, well maybe maybe so but I know that once them coins start being affected he's that that tone started to change. That booty hole started to get wide open. <laughs> right he's the, I haven't seen I've seen less of the homophobic rhetoric. From people like that, once they start making so much money, they be like, "Ooh, I love my gay fans, honey." <laughs> yeah. And so we've seen this type of this type of thing where they are, they have tapped in. They're intentionally tapping into the queer market. They're intentionally yeah. tapping into getting coins for this. Now, this is a little. This story, this Jimmy Stack story, is a little different. Because it ain't just teasing. Bitch, <laughs> he did a whole like the 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 video clip. There was a small video clip on Twitter where he was, you know, um, getting um, what's it called, teabagged. So he, he was getting his life. He went he went deep deep down the rabbit hole and he got his. It looked like he was enjoying himself, which is as he as he should get your life, honey. And but I but the the thing is. He did receive death threats from some of the men he said that he put on some of the some of his closest friends where he said he he helped when they didn't have nowhere to sleep when when um when they needed some money he fronted them a coin when they need to be put on he put them on and them same niggas now that they on is is sending him death threats and that is what a lot of straight cis men who are attracted to trans women will be, I guess you would call them trans amorous or trans attracted. That's what they're afraid of. And that's why the girls are getting murdered because they would rather kill the girls than be the target themselves. Because when you open that door, there, there is a wave of right wing or left wing. I don't know what you want to call them, but the devil. Oh, they angry. everywhere. They they yeah. they left, right, every up and down, middle, under, uh, over. <laughs> baby. And the, the you know, the, the devil, I call them demons. So you see the demons coming from everywhere with their torches lit, baby, and they crosses ready to nail you to it. You'll no longer have that privilege in your spaces. The girls quote unquote may start closing their legs, but girl, I I doubt it. Because he was on live with the fat booty bitch. Last night, about to do a scene because what he has is the coin for it. So, 
So this opens up a, a lot of questions. So one of the things is what was annoying me in this conversation was people kept saying, they keep bringing up, oh yeah, this is how dudes are. They DL, they DL. But it's strange to me because he's literally recording himself do a video and putting it out himself. That ain't really DL. That's like, he's, 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 you're not exposing him. Like it'd be different if, you found the video. Well, that's not the thing, uh, Diamond. That that's not what the the cis women are doing because you know he's played in played in they in their gardens. They're giving much so. I feel like I've been betrayed. Like you should have been told us this. You, they they feel like oh, you 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 were DL and you did your due deals with us and you should have been open with us before you submitted this video. Mm. That's what the backlash. Oh, this is the I owe you a full explanation of my identity. Yes. Interesting. But my thing is, but what I understand with that is, what if me exploring this sexual fantasy, quote unquote, was after you? What if, what if, I hooked up with a trans woman after I fuck with you. I never had messed with one before, and I I found a I met a one that was sickening, and I said fuck it, and I did it. What I don't need to tell you shit. What yeah. what does it matter? What I I feel like wanting people to explain and express their whole sexuality is unrealistic because you don't know if what happened was before, after you, blah 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 blah, and it really ain't none of your business. It don't really matter sometimes. I don't know. It just feels weird when it's, um, I feel like, am I being insensitive? Like, am I being, if I almost, was, are you saying, are you being insensitive to the narrative of cis straight women who feel like they're, they are being taken advantage of by quote unquote DL men? Yeah. I'm like, am I being insensitive because I'm a trans woman? Like if I was a cis woman, would I want to know? I can't, I can't really say I would, um, I guess I would, I guess I would, but it's still their business. I still, but as a, yeah, that that's because I'm a trans woman. I, I feel like I don't want nobody telling my tea. I want my tea. I want to be able to tell my tea. I don't want to, I want to be able to tell my own business. And I feel like that skews me and makes me biased when it comes to somebody wanting to know my tea. Do you see what I'm saying? Like wanting yeah. to know my sexuality or what I like. Um, I just feel like it's my business and I get to tell it. And it's and I feel and I'm and I sympathize with men men or women. It's not just on the trans level, on any level of sexuality. Like if I if you're a cis woman and you mess with girls whenever you feel it, and you're you know, you're you have your lesbian moments, right? You, you bisexual and you have your lesbian moments. I don't feel like you got to, if you got to tell everybody you hook up with about your moments. I don't feel that. I think that that is their business and they get to tell who they want to tell. It's like medical. It's like medical stuff. It's like, I don't need to tell you that I had cancer three years ago. But do you feel that the same way about trans women? That I don't have to tell you if I had a sex change 10 years ago? 
if that's what they want to do, no. I think that's their business. Really? Absolutely. Work. Absolutely. I think it's. I think my identity is for mine to tell. It's for me to tell. But I also am a realist too. I know that there can be consequences for me not telling my teeth. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I know that there there's a there's a reality of those consequences, but that's still my choice to make. It's still my choice to make. If I want to take the risk, bring this nigga over here and suck his dick without telling him, that's my choice to make. I'm I'm making the choice to um be deceptive. And so I'm also accepting the consequences, but I'm also not saying <laughs> that the consequences should be me being beat or me being murdered or me. You get what I'm saying? There's a lot of nuances in this. And so it's still my business to tell. It's still my choice to make when it comes to accepting what consequences can or may or may not come. And I still feel like whatever it is, I don't deserve to be murdered. You get what I'm saying? That's I, it, that's just how well, I feel about understand the cultural the cultural idea from cis like the, the the culture of cis men how they feel betrayed if they are if they identify as straight and they have the, they feel like the the men in their their um spaces have the same ideas and they're still there they have the same they walk the same walk that they walk that that if they don't that they should be murdered because they feel betrayed how do you feel betrayed by someone else saying this is who i'm 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 being upfront with you i i'm i'm nobody had to expose me i actually said boom this is the video this is nope how was that be how was that late right i that's another thing like it's different it's not much different, but I understand more of a woman who is dealing with a dude and her feeling betrayed. I, I, I understand that more because you're in an intimate space with this person. And, you know, I didn't know that you was getting down like that. So, I, you know, I feel some kind of way I can kind of sympathize a little bit or empathize, whatever it is. I can kind of understand a little bit of you wanting to know and blah, 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 or the feeling of betrayal because you think that it is your business because you fucking with this nigga. But you're a friend, a nigga that I'm friends with, if I'm a dude and I'm friends with this dude, I don't need, I don't owe you shit. How the fuck you feeling betrayed? How the fuck you feeling like I owe you all my sexual business and I'm not even fucking you? Like when it's dudes, Having an attitude about him coming out of the closet or coming out as not just an attitude, like sending him death threats. Right, whatever you, all of this kind of stuff. A dude doing that, it just seems uh, that seems like crazy. It seems like why are you this invested that you would take a penitentiary chance of harming a person all because they messed with a trans person and they were your friend. Maybe if you don't want to be friends with this person, cool. That's extra to me. But you want to kill a motherfucker? That's strange. But that culture is like that, and it's been like that for a while. I don't. I, 
and that's something that I feel like they have to change within their culture. But then also, I'm, I'm, I see how hard it would be for them to change their culture when you have um, cis women who uphold that culture to say, if you don't live by this culture, then you can't have access to me. So how do you change? Uh, and that access is, and that access, that access to them is a part of establishing their manhood, their access to mm. pussy. Do you see what I'm saying? Men's access to pussy establishes their manhood and establishes the type of man that they are and proves their masculinity. It proves their level, uh, their worthiness of all of the spoils and benefits of patriarchy. That act, mm -hmm. so that's why that is really important. So when a, when a woman is claiming and saying, yo, I, you're not gonna have access to me if you're associated with homosexuality, you're not gonna. You don't. You're not gonna have access to me if you're associated with transsexuality. I like a real man that likes women, and I'm not interested in any man that is into all that freaky wild ass shit. You're not gonna have access to me, and a dude can respond to that in a negative kind of way. I'm not putting the responsibility on the woman, but this is how they think. If I have, if I am cut off from the access of this and cut off from this layer of patriarchal benefits <laughs> I can respond in a negative way in a negative way to somebody who is jeopardizing my reputation who is jeopardizing um by being in the proximity of me just by being in my circle of friends you put in you put in you put who I am into question Ooh. Now that, okay, so that makes sense. That, and that's the reason. You being in proximity to me puts me into question because that's how, that's how that culture operates. Because I've seen it. How can you be friends with a gay man? How can you be so close to a gay man if you're a straight man? So you must, you must like that shit. Right. If, and if, and I, didn't, I didn't think that he was fucking around with trans women. He, he looks straight. He acts straight. Why, wh what, what makes me feel like you ain't doing the same shit? Y'all whole clique probably over there fucking with trans women sucking their dicks and da-da-da-da-da. I can see somebody saying that. Yeah. And, but they, but the, 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 the crazy thing is I just had an aha moment because that, that, that has to be the reason why because when I was younger, I used to see this, and, and a little bit more now that I'm older, but now when I was younger, cis men used to lie about having sex with with cis women. And I would be, and then cis women would be like, bitch, you don't got to lie to say you've been with me, da 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 But now that you put it the way you put it, them having access to women is is an example of their manhood or them being able to be the, that heterosexual presenting man. So it would make sense for them if they don't have access, if they don't have, and when I say access, I'm telling maybe they're not um, attractive or they're maybe they're, they, they just- They they're have not. to prove to other men that I'm getting pussy because yeah. getting pussy is a, a pillar, is a tenet of being masculine. <laughs> yeah so that's why they lie on their dick that's why they lie about what they're doing and what they're not doing oh yeah i fucked her look at um look at that just this was this was a little small moment and remember lovecraft um seymour is his name seymour or simon or whatever 
Remember that tall dude that lied to Tick and said that he had fucked Letty? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Remember, he, he lied and said that he had fucked her back in high school. And she mm -hmm. checked him at that museum. She was like, when he tried to holler at her, she was like, but nigga, didn't you, wouldn't I already know you got a big dick? Why are you talking about your big dick? Why they call you tree? Da, 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 da. Wouldn't I already know you had a big dick if I fucked you in high school like you done lied and said that I did? Mm -hmm. <laughs> These, yeah. this, this is why they do that they lie about their dick and they you know I know you done heard this a million times just like I have I ain't gotta lie on my dick Nigga, niggas lie on their dick all the fucking time all the time all the fucking time about who they fucked with who they didn't fuck with blah 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 yeah some of them grow grow to mature men and and don't lie about what they do but that depends on how it can affect their image because niggas lie about fucking with us all the time niggas lie even if they ain't fuck with niggas lie about being attracted to us like they get annoyed just for being attracted they ain't even gotta fuck with us but just the fact that we walking down the street and they see us and they like damn that's a badass bitch soon as they find out that we're trans they'll fucking do us like Islam nettles wear us out just because I was attracted to you and I feel like I'm not supposed to be. So, you know, I feel like, um, you know, I, I think, I don't, I don't think it's our job. Trans people, cis women, gay men, who, um, gay women, whoever, I don't think it's the queer community's job to help straight cis niggas figure out their sexuality. I don't think it's our job to change that culture. I think that it is cishet straight men job to do that in the same way that we say white people is their job to dismantle white supremacy because um, it's affecting the rest of us. So it also brings up the question of gay and straight. You sent me a video where a cis woman had allowed a trans woman to come on her live and talk about this issue with Jimmy Stacks, Jimmy Smacks. Mm -hmm. And and it brings up um, whether or not they are gay or straight. This is a one-on-one conversation, <laughs> but I want, I want you to give me, I, I'm, we're gonna go into another part of that conversation, but I want you to give me why do you feel, or no, not why, but what do you feel? Does it make him gay or straight? Um, I and I and I will continue to always say this. I cannot define somebody's sexuality. I cannot say this is what side of the spectrum you just like you can't tell me who I am. I don't feel though that somebody can say, oh yeah, you you're in this box because of this, 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 this. I can't speak for him. I can't this could this could have this actually could have been the first time he tried something out just to get the point from me. 
just to get the we don't know how long i don't know this man we don't know how long he's been attracted to to trans women he may have said oh you know if, if or, 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 wait, wait, wait. or if he is at all because anybody who's been an escort anybody who has been in sex work because we just explained the nuances of just doing stuff because it's exploitive and it can make you a coin. We have all fucked with motherfuckers we are not attracted to just to get a coin. Yes. Right? And we, how we know this isn't that? How we know you didn't? he didn't just bite the bullet in order to gain a million dollars? Because he definitely got a got million dollars recently because he because of that exploitation with that trans woman and a lot of and a lot of straight men know that there is that they will go viral if they if they go if they appear with the trans woman i've been i've actually been asked with several with a couple of straight men who say oh i want to do this so i can go viral but no i'm not going to be attached to nothing no negativity mm-hmm. So it's I, I like I said I, I can't I feel like you can't place somebody in a box because we know that the spectrum of sexuality is long, is big as fuck like I I know some sisters wait wait I want to before you go on I want to explain that a little bit because we've both been in these situations where a straight man will come into our inbox particularly celebrities they will come into our inbox. They have met us in a situation and they literally are trying to plan a, a tactic to where we expose them. <laughs> where we expose them, where we um, like literally come up with a plan or a tool so that they can, um, you get what I'm saying? So they can, so they can get the exposure with being with a trans woman without the negativity so they can get the exposure but ain't gonna be too much proof they will set up text messages that we can screenshot and expose me and mia literally have been in these situations where celebrities have come to us and tried to get us to do it now i'm i'm a little older now so i'm, I'm getting out of the realm of that's cute <laughs> but you know, I remember being young and in my prime and niggas would do this. <laughs> that hasn't happened to me in a while. But, you know, that's that's that has happened. <laughs> and so we see this all the time. So we know, our, does it make them straight? Does it make them gay? It doesn't really matter. In my mind, we don't know. Your, your, your straight and gay identity is based on what they think they are. Yeah. Now. Now, I can't say this. This is what I can't say. I think you queer. I ain't going to say you gay. I ain't going to say you straight. I ain't going to say you nothing. But in my mind, in my mind, I'm going to think you're a queer person. Yeah. I may not give you the gay label. I may not give you whatever label that may be appropriate for somebody else to give you. But in my mind, and I'm not going to call you this if you don't want to be called it, but in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you definitely got some queer in you. <laughs> yeah, no Whether definitely. you're doing it for money or you're doing it for whatever, I'm going to be like, oh, well, you definitely queer. 
book is that because you you definitely slid a little bit on a little bit on one side or the other side of that spectrum. Right, you you over here and playing in the waters of the dark arts, honey. Girl. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say you know because I feel like that is I feel like that is wrong for somebody to put somebody else in the box when that person's saying that this is how I identify. Like no, like like how how can a straight identifying this woman, because the reason why I'm going to say it's this woman is because they they usually have that privilege to be able to slide on that scale and get back over, if that makes sense. No, so, my mother. My mother is a perfect example. Nobody would call my mother a queer woman. But I, I know my mother had, was in a relationship for a whole year with a stud. But nobody was calling her queer they don't associate her with the with gayness at all <laughs> and there's a lot of women that i know that are not associated with queerness or lesbianism or anything that had to do with gay but they done did some shit yes and but they're able to like play on this side or play on this side or say and but Cis men are able to do that. They're not able to slide back and forth. Once you slide a little bit to the left, bitch, you have to stay on the left. There's no more sliding back to the right. You you done. But on the, but as a cis woman, you are able to play over here if you want to for a little bit, then slide back up here to the right if you want to. And we know we know why it's because of, because of patriarchy and how it how it works. And that, the male gaze. And the male gaze. We and the we male are, gaze and and how and how sexuality is it more accepted the fluidity of a woman's sexuality is more accepted because of male gaze and because of people's because of women and men being invested in that fluidity of woman's sexuality because of desirability so we and know why that is so in the conversation also with the the cis woman and the trans woman discussing this she says Hey, what, the trans woman says something. If uh, if he's he's not gay because Jimmy Stacks is not gay because if she's identifying as a woman and he's identifying as a man, that is a that's a straight couple. That's a hetero couple. So my personal opinion. This is just my opinion. I feel like it's a queer couple. <laughs> But, you know, but, you know, I, like I said, I don't want to, that's what it's going to be in my mind. Mm -hmm. They can identify however they want. But the cis woman ignorantly says, what did she say? I don't remember. I think she said, you can, I, I can identify as an airplane. Oh, yeah. She was like, okay. She was like, so she was like, I'm, I'm a woman. She, the, but they, but they said the same thing that they always say. People who who gas straight people or well she's a bisexual woman but people on the left they always gaslight and say I can I don't I can respect you. well what is that I, I can respect you but I don't have to accept you so you you I can respect you as a trans woman but I can't accept you as a woman so you can't tell me that you're a woman if you have a penis. That's like a like somebody saying, I'm, I I want to be an airplane. and what I want to be a dog. I want to be a frog. I want to be a shark. I identify as a shark. So, oh, boom, I'm a shark. So, 
and the trans woman said, oh, go, here you go, being silly. <laughs> Which I thought was a perfect response because yeah. it is silly. And so the, let me talk about that a little bit. The reason why that is silly is that on a chromosomal level, there is very small genes that separate males and females. We have discussed this on many episodes. There in 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 our show notes, we put links to Harvard study classes for you to watch and they break down. We literally in every show note, I put this in there for this is a it's a trans 101 link of a Harvard professor because we, you know, we respect white institutions, Ivy League institutions. So I specifically picked the one from Harvard. (laughs) So, you know, so y'all can go listen to him break down various situations. And I put this in every show note so you can go down and check it out. Um, Various situations where there is some nuance and there is some gray areas when it comes to gender variations, not gender variations, biological sex variations. Um, and so I'm more closer as if I'm a male person, I'm more closer to being a a human female than I am a fucking shark, bitch. Yeah, you're trying to be extra than I am a fucking airplane than I am a fucking dog. So now if some some weird thing happened, so if there's some nuanced thing happened to where I got gills on the back of my ear, I got webbed feet, wet him. I know y'all seen that movie called Water World. It's old, but with or Kevin Costner, huh? Or Hellboy. Yeah, all of that. Whatever, whatever. Um, I got some some something that makes me swim faster. And I can breathe underwater for longer than a normal human. If I say, oh, well, I kind of identify with a fish. And I got all these little things in me. Yeah, I'm I'm a little human. But I identify with a fish. So I'm going to start living in the ocean. Because, bitch, I can swim down there different. Because I got these weird things about me. Do you know what I'm saying? That would be... Now, if a motherfucker told you they identify with a fish. And they had these, these unique things that you not that you ain't never heard of like gills on the back of their ears honey webbed hands and feet and blah 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 blah. you would be like oh i can see what you're saying <laughs> you'll be like oh i see this them little nuances in your body i see them little nuances in what's going it's visible i can actually see it so it wouldn't be that far-fetched because you're literally you're seeing what's happening like you see you're seeing these little things it's the same thing over here. Like, what has happened with us is there's some incongruency in our bodies, not just our mind, because that's a lot of times. It's not just, I feel like a woman. It's actually physical structures in our body that are different than a cisgender person. And there's some incongruencies. And so, we're telling you uh, that this is how, this is the identity that we more align with. It's twofold. So cis people need to accept that <laughs> that this is real. There is, but see, 
this is her thing too. She was like, I don't, you know, you know, they don't like being called sis. They feel like that's something that we made up. So th that's the but way we didn't make it up. Right, but that's the way of trying to keep us in a different box. Like you can't say I don't you can't separate me from you with with calling me sis. You're either male, you're either a woman or you're a man. There's no yeah, there's no there's yeah. no other thing than that. Right. So cute. So there are people who are in the middle of those things. <laughs> and I think that cis people need to understand that everything is not black and white. There are some people who physically, chromosomally, biologically fall in the middle of that binary of male and female on a biological level. But I also think trans people need to accept that too. Because there is a nuance there that just like cis people need to accept the nuance in you, you got to accept that you nuance too, baby. You're not all the way over on this side once you transition. No shade. You're not all the way over here. Just like you're not all the way on the male side, baby. You're not all the way over here on the female side either. In the middle, honey. You somewhere... In that, in, on that spectrum. And I think it's twofold. I think both of them, cis people and trans people, need to accept, to me, this is my humble opinion, need to accept that you are in that gray area. No matter what surgeries, no matter what hormones, no matter blah, 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 you are in that gray area. You're not all the way over here. Once you transition, just like you wasn't all the way over there before your transition. Exactly. So I think once we understand that and we accept that and allow people, just like the binary, just like the non-binary people want us to, is really trying to help us unpack and understand. Once we understand that, allow people to be wherever they are on that spectrum. Allow people to be wherever, if we allow people to present and to be wherever they are on that spectrum and let people be free to express themselves and stop trying to force them into boxes on either side, whether it be on a biological level or it be on a sexual level, whether it be wherever you are, let people be who they are. Let people, ex you don't, this, I just don't feel like it serves anybody to force people into boxes. I don't think it, it serves anybody. Cis people, trans people. It don't even serve them. No, it don't even I serve was, them. I was just talking to a cis woman who I guess she, she's been questioned. She said she's been questioned all her life. Her her sexuality has been questioned all her life. She's been, she's been asked to show her puss numerous of times. People have thought that she was trans. And, and but when but but the reason why is because people have ne tried to narrow down what a trans woman looks like and in doing so thinking that every trans woman or is is going to fit this box when it's not true that there are also cis people who fit into the same boxes that you're trying to narrow trans people into so you're saying that trans women have this 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 and this when then boom here comes this cis woman who was who was identified or this cis man who i who not identifies but these cis women or this trans this um cis cis woman or this cis man 
who are natally born and the and and they accept who they are and they fit those criteria of what you think a trans person is you think that they're trans and they're not like i have so many girlfriends who have been told to show their like that has to be so humili humiliating as a as a cis woman to for people to test to to think in the, but this you might not even look like a how can i say i don't want to say brick you may not look uh, you may not look masculine presenting but you may look oversurged and so since since trans people are already stereotyped of being oversurged, now your gender is in question. Because of those boxes. And it doesn't suit. It, what they don't understand is, is they actually creating an even more problem, which is making cis women feel like they have to do all these things in order to fit this, what, what a woman is. So now you see all these cis women getting BBLs, and and breast implants and which is which is fine, girl. Get your life, bitch. Be be the um super goddess vixen doll of the of the, the things. Like get your life. I'm I'm here for you. I'm I'm pro plastic surgery, bitch. Get your life. But wait, wait, wait. But this goes. So next week we are going to talk about um Jules's episode on euphoria, and we'll we'll go into depth in this conversation. But what you're talking about right now. There's a there's a quote in that um, in that episode that I want to bring up because it's just this one little one in this episode because it's, it's so relevant to the conversation we have now. Jewel said that she was so busy trying to conquer femininity, but somewhere along the way, femininity conquered her. And so what's happening with cisgender women and transgender women because of the so, but because of how society has set up that we we get social capita from our looks and from how we fit into um, feminine, feminine and masculine um, stereotypes, we we have what we what we have come to do is fit ourselves into an image of what we think femininity is so that we can be more desirable so that we can you know there are some of course there's some um women and trans women that totally reject this and and go their own way in regards to that but a lot of us what we try to as far as we as in regards to how how come depending on how comfortable we are with that particular image but we try to do things to get to that pinnacle that peak of femininity so that we can be more desirable that's why we get the surgeries that's why we get the nose jobs that's why we that's why every time a chick get popular and get famous they get a nose job look at tony braxton look at um summer walker look look at um um cardi, cardi labelle who cardi b she cardi got a b. slight nose a slight it looks sickening though Oh, I don't know what the, every I, I'm only I'm only gonna name people who we know one hundred percent for sure because they admitted okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> because they admitted it. Look at um, Patty Labelle. Look at you. Get what I'm saying these people who we know they got popular on their talent, but once they got to a certain level of popularity, they got their nose done to make it. Um, 
would okay so not cis women but would trans women be perfect examples of of once they get their ffs their popularity shoot up yeah like um 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 monroe bergdorf once yeah. once she got once she got her ffs her shit she and she talked about it she said once she did that she got the model deals uh, so many deals came her way and um a lot of trans women have went through that process and um trans because women. they give you opportunity in social capital when you fit a certain look when you fit a certain look a, a certain standard of beauty a certain when it's trans women it's a certain level of passability when it's a, when it's um Oh, I don't want to say this because it's problematic. Um, but the, we're, we're, we're talking about the way uh, society views the feminine and masculine image image, and the, the, cap, the, so, the social capital that you get from fitting in these boxes. Yes. <laughs> you see, I was about to say something. That was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are a lot of girls who are popular in our culture who are not talented. They are only popular because they're beautiful. And so, <laughs> so I ain't gonna say no names, but I know there's a lot of, um, I know y'all have tons of example <laughs> that y'all can think about in y'all head right now. There are so many girls who are, you know, who I don't think that they're particularly talented. And that's that can be my own personal opinion, but I'm sure y'all have y'all own opinions. But that if they weren't pretty, they wouldn't be popular. They're not. But they're not cis women too. Right. They're the same thing with cis women. There are some people that like you. Like, how did you? The only reason why you got to this position is because you're pretty. It goes okay. back to the light skin conversation we was having earlier. There are so many light skin girls who I don't think are talented enough. I, I don't think that they're talented enough for the platform that they have. There are some light-skinned girls who, um, in our culture of artists, like, like, let's say music artists, that I'm like, mm, I, don't, I don't think you would be popular if you weren't that pretty. And I'm going to be- that a lot. Huh? Like with, with Jennifer Hudson, when she was plus size, when when like when America Got Talent was like had this this image of what you had to look like in order to to I guess because this is what it seemed like it seemed like um like before she lost weight oh you talking about not uh, America Got Talent um American Idol yeah yeah like you had to fit this image in order for and that they felt like you had to fit in order for you to, to surpass or for you to gain this social capital. Right. right. Yeah, she's a perfect when it comes to fat phobia, absolutely. Um you know, and it's just it I just feel like I mean I don't know. I I think we're all bad and we'll talk about it a little bit more next week, but I think we're all trying to conquer femininity because that is the carrot that has been dangled in our face to get to success, to get to stability, to get to, you know, we they've done studies about people getting jobs. They have the same exact resume. And because this one is more pretty, quote unquote, traditionally pretty, she gets the job despite this one having the same exact resume. 
Mm-hmm. And so we've done that. We've talked about that. Um, we, we, we have proven that over and over again with different um, studies about the privilege of being quote unquote pretty and the privilege of beauty. And so I feel like we're always chasing femininity in that way. And then eventually femininity, we get to the point where we realize you actually can never get there, that that is elusive. <laughs> so, yeah. so all right, so make sure y'all um, check us out next week where we talk about Euphoria and Z will be here um, to discuss that episode with us so we can talk about it from a trans feminine and trans masculine perspective. And um, me and Mia did this because we wanted to talk about the light skin shit and, um, and the trans <laughs> yeah. woman with Jimmy Stacks. So, yeah. So tell us what y'all think. Hashtag Marcia's Plate. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on everywhere, everywhere. Um, and yeah, see y'all next week. Looks like it's a show. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right. Don't you worry about a thing. Baby, you're going to be